It's time for the Fantasy Points Podcast, brought to you by FantasyPoints.com. Top-level fantasy football and NFL betting analysis from every perspective and angle, from numbers to the film room, with a single goal to help you score more fantasy points. Welcome to the Franchise Focus Podcast Series here at FantasyPoints.com and the Fantasy Points Podcast. My name is Joe Dolan. Tom Brawley and Graham Barfield are here with me as well, and it's fantastic to hear from those guys as we prepare for the 2021 NFL season at FantasyPoints.com. I want to encourage everybody to go to FantasyPoints.com. We have been seeing the subscriptions absolutely flying in here over the last uh over the last couple weeks and I mean that's going to pale in comparison to what we're going to see come mid-August and everybody gets ready for the fantasy uh football season but we are covering each and every relevant fantasy football player and team at at fantasypoints.com with our written franchise focus series these podcasts are meant to be considered as kind of an, an accompaniment podcast to the franchise focus written series where we're only going to talk about one or two things and you know we've been doing them in alphabetical order and good thing we have been doing them in alphabetical order because if we did this a couple of weeks ago we would have completely missed the big news guys with the new orleans saints and that of course is the injury to michael thomas we will get into that uh but first i want to start with the basics here with tom brawley um uh the the betting markets on the new orleans saints i mean this is a this is a kind of a reputation kind of line here yeah this we've is got a Almost like what the the Patriots got last year, wouldn't you yeah. say? Whenever Brady yeah, and left, and we talked to the, about the Patriots yesterday, they have a win total of nine. As do the uh, the Saints right now, with uh, kind of more a uh, negative juice to the under at minus one eighteen. Uh, the over under is nine plus three hundred to win the NFC South, obviously in the division with the defending champion Buccaneers, plus one fourteen to make the playoffs, and. You know, when you consider that they're in the division with the Buccaneers, you also have to consider that they're in the division with the Falcons and the Panthers. So there's that 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 angle here. Plus 1,200 to win the NFC, plus 2,500 to win the Super Bowl, Tom. Those odds have fallen. Um, I, I wonder how much more they could fall with the news about Michael Thomas, which we will get into. But, Tom, um, this, this New Orleans Saints team, this is a Sean Payton reputation kind of line. They're going to have a new starting quarterback. Who the hell knows who the top receiver is going to be? It's going to be uh, – uh, they're going to have to get creative. Let's put it that way, Tom. Yeah, and he's one of the best coaches, and he certainly can be creative. We saw you know him develop an offense for a four-game spurt with Taysom Hill last year, and uh, you know they you know they reeled off a three-one record in that span, and you know they were pretty successful. But um, <laughs> it's just not the Michael Thomas thing. You know, Drew Brees retiring. Uh, you know, the veteran cuts with Emmanuel Sanders and Jared Cook gone. Uh, and the defense got, you know, beat up a little bit in free agency. And uh, they lose Trey Hendrickson, uh, Hendrickson uh, Malcolm Brown, Sheldon Rankins, Janoris Jenkins. I mean, uh, it was a tough off season, And, you know, there's potential for, you know, Marshawn Lattimore to maybe get some sort of suspension. Uh, you know, he got arrested in, in the offseason in Cleveland and, uh, David uh, Onyamata, he got suspended for six games on that defensive line. So uh, it's just not offensive issues that we're worried about here. It's the defense, the defense, which has been uh, a top five unit in recent seasons that, mm-hmm. that took a lot of hits. So um, you know, the, the the one spot where they're still really great, and you know Ross Tucker had them as one of his elite lines. 
Uh, yep. You know, it's that offensive line. So that's that's still one massive strength for them. But everywhere else, um, you know, there's just more question marks than there have ever been before. I mean, this is this has been one of the deepest franchises the last five years. But um, it's it's certainly going to be tested this year. Graham, um, let's just get right into it. With the strength of this offensive line, the fact that Michael Thomas is going to miss what looks to be at least one month of the NFL season. So, by the way, just just to rewind, if you haven't heard, if you're a fantasy football player who's just kind of getting back into it, Michael Thomas dealt with a high ankle sprain, ankle injury all of last year. It affected him pretty much the entire season. He attended to practice, guys, and correct me if I'm wrong, he practiced in May, OTA's minicamps, Apparently was not healthy, needed to get the surgery in June. We all sat here going, why did you not get the surgery earlier? Sean Payton essentially came out this week and said, all of us guys going, yeah, you're right. He should have gotten the surgery earlier. Um, It was a huge mistake by their medical staff, a huge mistake by Michael Thomas. And now, Graham, I mean, you're looking at the number one receiver on this team is Traquan Smith, Marquez Callaway. I mean, Adam Troutman, Alvin, Alvin Kamara is probably the number one receiver on this team. Graham, given that, my question is, with this great offensive line, mm-hmm. are you fucking starting Taysom Hill and running the wing tee here? Because I yeah. feel like you have to start Taysom Hill, given the fact that this arguably is the worst receiving core in the NFL. Yeah, that's that's kind of the the main question we have right now is, you know, we were just talking about the Patriots and what <laughs> what the two offenses will look like between Cam and and Mac Jones and I think you could make the same argument that, you know, we're if we're talking about Taysom Hill as a starter, uh the Saints are going to be very run heavy. Um I wrote this up in the pace and tendencies uh, section on uh in the article version of the Saints franchise focus. So definitely check that out, yeah. but Man, the Saints were insanely run heavy in Hill starts last year. In his four starts, they were among the league leaders in run rate. Um, and I have to imagine, man, but between you know Hill's running ability, uh, Alvin Kamara getting his usual 12, 15 carries per game, and Latavius mixing in for his 10 to 12. Yeah, I, I think you're right. I think the Saints are probably going to turn into like a you know a team that runs the ball 30, 35, 40 times a game if they have a lead. And um, I, that's really the the easiest pathway without Michael Thomas to, to start, you know, at least the first five games, it seems that's the easiest pathway for them to, to kind of keep afloat in the, the NFC South right now. Yeah. Uh, Tom, this was enough for me to push, by the way, Alvin Kamara past Derrick Henry in my Absolutely. Rankings. Yeah. I, did that too. Uh, I think he's going to get a ton of volume, but also, you know, Latavius Murray has been a player who without Kamara has been awesome. The last few years with him in there, he's kind of just a wrench for fantasy, Tom, I wonder if that's going to change. Is he going to be useful independent of Alvin Kamara? Yeah, I, I don't know if I'd go that far. But, I mean, certainly for best ball, you know, he's not a guy I'll still be targeting for season long. But for best ball, I mean, he still has that high upside with, the you know, being one of the best handcuffs in the league. And now, yeah, I do think he's, you know, I don't think it's going to be, like, overly dramatic. But I, I did bump him up in my rankings and... You know, I, I could see him getting another three to five carries per game while Thomas is out of the lineup if they really do skew more run heavy. And, uh, you know, I, I had to bump up Taysom Hill even a little bit in my rankings because I, I mm-hmm. think this makes it much more likely that we do see Hill uh, early in the season if they, you know, want to lean more towards the run here. So uh, it's not a it's not a great situation for Jameis Winston, even if he does get the start. I mean, he just has uh, some of the worst receivers – that he'll have ever played with. I mean, he played in Tampa with some really good ones in Mike Evans and, uh, you know, Chris Godwin towards the end of his tenure there. So 
it's a it's a tough situation. I, I do think it's going to be a little bit more skewed towards the run game, and it, it's a lot like the pa- Patriots situation. Um, so, I mean, what are you guys doing with Thomas as well? I think we, sh- I guess we oh, should get into my, that. Uh, oh, man. Uh, I no. mean, I'm going to be probably completely avoiding him, and um, it seems like his early ADP is kind of like in that fifth, sixth round since the injury. So Forget about it at that point. I mean, I, I'm, I'm more I, likely to draft him in best ball. Because I don't want to have to hold him on a roster. But, uh, See, I, I would actually go the opposite. I'd probably be more likely to same. draft him and see well, well, long stack okay, well, 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 and... that's that's my that's my question though. Is it are you do you have an IR spot? Because yeah. it, that completely changes things if I have an IR spot. Uh, yeah, I, I, Tom, I'm with you. My first gut reaction is seeing some of the draft boards and just being in some of these drafts the last couple of days, like fifth or sixth round for Michael Thomas, man. What, it's like, it, you know, it's the same – Scott Pianowski always talks about this. It's like, are we really going to get that optimistic about these guys coming off injuries? Like, how many times do we need to be burned by this? Um, uh, we had uh, – Scott and I had uh, the great doctor, Evan Porras, on uh, two bars this past week, and he did a great job breaking down the whole situation from, you know, uh, end of last year and uh, breaking down, you know, why he should have gotten his surgery uh, earlier – but yeah, he said as much, like, even if Thomas does come back by like week five or six on like the best timeline, he's still not going to be close to 100%. And, you know, with, with Thomas, man, he's, we're going on two years with this injury, mm-hmm. you know, like who's to say that he just doesn't, you know, take this extremely slowly and make sure yeah, he's truly 100%. Exactly what I was going to say, Grant. Doesn't it feel, you know, there's been a lot of discontent like, between him and the franchise, you know. Did you see Sean Drew, Payton yesterday? He was yeah, sick of it. sniping at him and, you know, yeah. dating back to the Drew Brees stuff last offseason. So, I mean, he went against the medical advice from the team, mm-hmm. you know, in July, uh, January and February. So, you know, he waits to get the surgery. So who's to say you know, October rolls around. He's like, yeah, I'm not quite ready yet, guys. I'm going to wait until I'm 110%, you know, completely healed here. And then we're rolling into, you know, double digit weeks. And then he finally shows back up. So, uh, you know, that, that's my other worry. And not just the health stuff that there's, he's disenchanted here in New Orleans right now. Yeah. I I mean, it's the Michael Thomas thing is is a bummer. I, you know, I'm trying to envision a scenario where I'm really going to be drafting him in, 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 redraft and guys i was kind of like it's a very specific situation it's like an auction league where people are maybe might be afraid to put a bid in and i'm like all right i'll get them for four bucks and like you know i'll stash them on ir but like it's not a player i'm getting in a bidding war for because why would i why would i use 12 bucks on them when i can put it on tyler boyd who's gonna play at the beginning of the season so yeah it's it's a really troublesome situation um, and I'm with you guys. I expect they're going to run the ball a lot, and I just think that means Taysom Hill is more likely to be the starting quarterback, and if Taysom Hill is the starting quarterback here, he is the zero QB guy. Like, yep. the running quarterbacks are getting pushed up the draft boards. The The guys who might be the quote-unquote cheat codes are your uh, Justin Fields, Trey Lance, rookies who aren't guaranteed to start week one or might not even be favored to start week one and Taysom Hill who I think the markets had Jameis Winston favored to go off as the starting quarterback I'm not sure that's the case anymore guys yeah Yeah, I don't they've kind of been they've been taken down over the last couple of weeks those were kind of but like back in like May and June I think uh, uh, Taysom was like plus 180 plus 175 to be the opening day starter 
and Jameis was like minus 250. Uh, you know, th- those odds have been taken down, but I, I would think they're, if they were still up, they would be mo- much closer to 50 50 here. I think Jameis would yeah. still probably be the slight favorite, but uh, Taysom certainly is much more in play right now. All right, guys, that'll wrap up the New Orleans Saints uh, breakdown on the fantasy focus. But it's just a, a franchise focus podcast, right? There's just a depressing team to talk about right now. You know, you, <laughs> really you're, you're talking about a team that was a perennial Super Bowl contender, and now we're like, Ugh, just really uh, problematic here. The New Orleans Saints not looking good. Uh, f- follow him on Twitter at Tom Browley. Follow Graham on Twitter at Graham Barfield. Make sure you follow me on Twitter at FG underscore Dolan because I'll continually tell you to go to fantasypoints.com so you subscribe, so you can read all the franchise focus breakdowns. By the way, a basic account, which is free to sign up for, gets you a 24 hour trial, but you're going to want to extend that subscription. I guarantee you, once you see everything that this site has to offer, August is going to be a massive month as it usually is we're going to be getting into our uh, our players to target our, our players to avoid you know once preseason rolls around and we're starting to see how some of these teams uh, are, are deploying players the projections are going to be continually updated I mean it is just nut cutting time for the 2021 yeah next time we're here, Joe, it's going to be August we're, we're done we're done for the next like six or seven oh, months dude. our lives I, we're, we're locked I, into football once August hits honestly Honestly, I'm really looking forward to it because we were talking about this before, but like I have been, I have been like away from working like way too much this year. I've been traveling a ton between moving and everything and just, I'm I'm ready. I'm ready to lock in, man. Yeah, we were talking about it just like, you know, like we, we, I think because of this, like all of us have had these, like these excursions and like we're, we're all kind of like been having trouble getting like just everybody on the same page at once i don't think that's a problem anymore had to break the news to the families that we're not traveling for the holidays this year like thanksgiving's been a lost cause for years were they uh, celebrating the joe what <laughs> no, i'm joking uh, I'm <laughs> i am like no i mean and it's nothing like i love christmas but like you know like i mean the nfl season's overlapped with Christmas. the nfl has completely determined guys that anybody who has any work to do with professional football your christmas is irrelevant like it is over <laughs> like at, at the very least in past years we could be like well it's week 17 you know like yeah. oh god nobody cares and you know, your subscribers are like guys don't worry about it go enjoy your christmas not this year i mean it's a vital week the nfl's added on another week to the season so forget about it dolan's christmas dead barfield's christmas dead kukanis is hanukkah dead tom's christmas dead <laughs> I mean, it's gone. So, like, we had to break yeah. the news to the family that traveling for the holidays just ain't happening this year. Um, yeah. You know, I live in South Carolina. Our family's all up north. Like, I mean, it's going to be me, the wife, the dogs, and me complaining about Hallmark Christmas movies. That's what it's going to be. <laughs> um, uh, hopefully people come see us. With, with that, 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 that's something I would enjoy. But I'm going to be busy at Christmas. And, guys, that is what? Well, oh, all right. Whoa. How do we that's get to five, Christmas here? <laughs> five months away. Don't even. Oh, right. We got to get through. We got to get through. We got to get through August here. Yeah, let's focus well, on the August next no, week. <laughs> guys, this was an insidious sales pitch because I'm already complaining about how busy I'm going to be at Christmas. So people know that Dolan, Barfield, Brawley, Barrett, Kukanis, Hanson, Huber, we're going to be porous. We're going to be holding your hands through Christmas. We're going to be we're going to be uh, breaking it down. We're going to be with you. We are preparing to hunker down. No days off. We'll tell. We'll talk to you next week on the Franchise Focus Podcast. Thanks for listening. We got more teams to break down. I'm sick of it. Thanks for tuning in to this edition of the Fantasy Points Podcast. Remember to subscribe, rate, and review on your favorite platform. 
and come join the roster at FantasyPoints.com. 